Join me right now is Corey Sanhagen. He represents Elevation Fight Team. He'll be fighting on January 19th on UFC on ESPN Plus One versus John Lineker. What's going on, Corey? What's up, man? How are you doing, John? Good, good, man. Uh, first thing I want to know is you are a Colorado native. Marijuana is big. <laughs> it's legalized. The industry has exploded out there. How has the state changed? Has it changed for the better or for the worse, do you think? Uh, I don't know. Actually, you know, I think people started kind of like visiting here once weed became a little bit legal. Or I guess not a little bit, but it's like full-blown full legal here. Uh, I think people started visiting a little bit more, and then they realized like how nice Colorado is. Like We have a lot of days of sunshine. Like Our weather is always really great. Uh, we have the mountains, like we, like Colorado is like a really, really cool place to live, especially Denver. Like Denver is very clean. Um, maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know. I don't like, I don't like to think that that's why a lot of people are moving here, but yeah, dude, like a lot of California, a lot of Texas people are, are moving out here. Maybe it's cause of weed. I don't know. I don't really know. I'm not too involved in that culture too much. Let's talk about your year that you had, your debut year. In the UFC 2018 has been to be honest with you it has been a big year you've beaten some mm -hmm. decent names competition you know let's go back to your last fight though UFC Lincoln uh, Yuri Alcantara you had a yeah. fight of the night performance it looked like you took some damage to your face and your arm was wrapped up afterwards what was the extent of the damage you took uh, actually nothing, man, uh, which I know is really surprising to, for a lot of people to hear. Um, it really was, I mean, I, I, to be honest, I don't really know how that happened. Like I tore a pec on that side. Um, so I don't know if that like prevented my, my bicep from tearing or something. I, I really have no idea how my arm didn't get more jacked in that position. Um, I'm pumped that it didn't like it bruised up really bad. Like I'm sure that there was some really like uh, like a good extensive amount of like micro damage going on in there or micro tears. But uh, as far as that goes, there wasn't too much. Like I got a couple of stitches on my nose, a couple old cuts that opened up almost every single fight opened up again. Um, but no, dude, that was it. I, I kind of, I got really lucky to be in such like a bad spot and then like not really have too much, too much bad stuff happen as far as the long term goes. That performance pretty much put you on the map because Yuri, he was a pretty big name for the for the division. Uh, what did what was the reaction around you when you got back home? Um, well, I guess first of all is I I didn't really know too much about Yuri until I started kind of researching him once we got the fight, uh, and then he had like some crazy amount of like UFC fights. I think it was well over fifteen. It might, I might even it might may have even been like twenty or so UFC fights, but. Uh, I was just like, whoa, man! Like that's a that's a really big jump up from, I guess, my first fight. I didn't I didn't really know what the promotion was thinking in, in that sense. I I know that I had a good good uh, performance with Austin too, um, for my debut. But uh, that was a big jump up. But when I got back, uh, yeah, dude, just everyone asking me how my arm was, pretty much. <laughs> uh, like, how did you not tap? How did you not tap? And I was like, well, dude, it happened so fast. I didn't really have like an opportunity to, you know. Um, it was, a, it was a lot of that answering that question over and over and over again. But, uh, yeah, I, it, it did get me a lot of, a lot of attention, which, which is good. <laughs> Your UFC debut, you've got a 
you got a phone call a week before, didn't give you much time to prepare. You went out there, you performed, you didn't look nervous, you didn't have any jitters or anything like that. Your second uh, fight, you took on Yuri, who was a guy like you just mentioned, 15 fights in the UFC, more than 15 fights in the UFC. What allows you to, you know, step in there and not get caught, you know, like a deer in headlights? You know, a lot of guys, they step up in competition, they get nervous and they don't perform. What allows you to perform so well? Uh, well... Uh, dude, I do I do probably more for uh, the mind than I do in the training. Um, I, I see a sports coach or a sports performance coach um, whenever I need to, like once or twice a week if I have to, you know. Um, and it's just, uh, I mean, like I always tell people, and I learned this kind of the hard way, uh, or I mean I'm not taking anything away from Jamal Emmers, the guy that I lost to a couple of years ago, uh, my only pro loss. Um, but in my opinion, technically wise and like all around, like, I'm I'm a bit of a better fighter than he is. Um, so I learned early kind of in my career that like someone does not have to be better than you to beat you, you know? Like your technical skills and things are only about 50% of it. Everything else it comes down to your mind and and how well you can actually go out and do the things that you're practicing. Um, but yeah, man, like I attribute a lot of that to working with my sports performance coach. Um, I do a lot of meditation, I do a lot of clearing my mind. Um, I don't like I don't I don't stress about losing or winning. For me, it's just about all right. Like it's time to do my thing, you know. And this is this is what I love, and this is it's it's just it's 100% about me doing my thing in that time, and then uh, responding to whatever puzzle is in front of me and, and and making it happen, you know. This was your first drop to 135 since your per, pro debut. What differences mm -hmm. did you feel physically in the cage? Uh, none. Um, I was walking a lot heavier when I made my pro debut. Uh, I was I was walking at like 165, 163-ish and cutting all the way down to 135. And that's why we made the decision to go to 145 because uh, that weight cut was just way too much. But throughout the years, like my body just kind of adjusted. Um, I eat a lot better now too. Like I think, I don't know when I made my pro debut. I think I was 22 or 23, but I was like right out of college. Like I was in college eating like, college food you know like macaroni and cheese and like uh stuff like that so um it was just uh my, my I, I started to eat a little bit more consistently well um and then uh the I was just walking a lot lighter and then 30 I mean 35 isn't even a tough cut for me to make either you know so 25 is definitely never happening but uh 35 isn't that bad you know what are some of the uh, college food foods you miss right now Oh, uh, dude, I used to just smash sandwiches, dude. Like, I meant, like, uh, a turkey sandwich with mayonnaise on it. Oh, uh, dude, I will eat, like, an entire plate of that. Uh, it's also, like, uh, oh, man, I'm trying to think because <laughs> it's been a while since I guess I've been out of college. My dog's bothering me right now. Uh, not right now, dude. Um, yeah, dude, I, a lot of sandwiches, a lot of, uh, a lot of pizza, just, like, a lot of, like, just not, not I, I was never like a fast food guy but like a lot of mayonnaise and breads and cheese and stuff like that yeah thanksgiving after thanksgiving the turkey that's left over you put some mayonnaise <laughs> on there with some bread i think that's like the perfect meal <laughs> oh, dude. until christmas oh dude it's the best <laughs> turkey sandwiches with mayonnaise on it oh man there's i don't think there's too many things better and that's not even that unhealthy but yeah um now your next fight you know, you're starting off 2019 on ESPN, the first ESPN show ever. What's your thoughts of being a part of UFC history? 
yeah, I'm pumped about that. I think I'm the first fight on the prelims too, um, on the ESPN prelims. So, uh, yeah, dude, that's cool, man. You know, like I'm a big like journeyman guy. You know, like I like I like just doing like what whatever the universe wants to give to me, I take and I just like I, I greatly greatly appreciate everything that it, it gives to me. Um, and like fighting John Lineker on the first ESPN card is dope. You know, like what what like a cool blessing I get to have. You know. Uh, so I'm very, I'm very attuned and uh, alert of like the fact that I should be incredibly grateful to to have that opportunity. And ESPN's cool, man. Like I grew up playing basketball uh, here in the U.S. Like ESPN is huge, you know. Like all the football players. I mean, like all of the, all. Of, I mean, it's ESPN. Um, so like that's very cool for me, you know. Especially growing up playing basketball and, and being a lot of guys on there. Like it's just cool. It's cool that I, I other people are going to be watching me on that station. Your original matchup was Thomas Almeida, but now you get mm -hmm. a number you get the number six guy, John Lineker. Massive opportunity for you. Were there any major changes mid training camp you made? Uh, definitely. Um, Almeida is a much different fighter than than Lineker. Almeida is much more uh, dangerous in the tools that he uses. He uses a lot more tools. Uh, he's a much tighter fighter. Uh, his technique is a little bit uh, crisper and, and, and not as wild. Um, so I would say uh, we started kind of talking about Lineker maybe like two weeks ago or so. So that, And I knew that Almeida was going to kind of be out. So I was prepping for Almeida. Uh, we made that change. So now it's just been kind of like uh, reprogramming the mind just for a little, uh, uh, a little bit of different things with Lineker. Obviously, he's much more wild. He throws a lot of hooks. Uh, he marches forward. Um, if, if you don't stop his pressure forward, he's just going to tear you apart. So um, the game plan has definitely changed. Those are two completely opposite fighters. Lineker is only five foot three. That's going to take a little bit of getting used to. So I've been training with a, little, uh, a bunch of guys that are a lot smaller than me just so I can get used to how to hit the face and not hit, hit, the, hit the forehead and things like that. So the training is, yeah, much different. It, it took maybe a week to, to get used to and to feel confident in all of the things that were working for Lineker, but everything's coming together very well now. Yeah, Lineker, he likes to throw a lot of hooks, hooks to the body, hooks to the head. Uh, he pushes forward. But it seems like he's very limited in his combinations. Do you see that yourself? Like, how does your striking stack up up against his? Um, I mean, mine is a hundred percent different than Lineker's for sure. Like, uh, I move. Uh, he likes people to stand right in front of him and kind of trade with him. Um, I like to stay rangy. I like to step off on angles. I like to be outside of people's shoulders. Um, I like to mix it up and use a lot of different tools. Um, so I, it's gonna, it, really, it's gonna come down to just me outclassing Lineker and me outworking him because he's a very hard worker. He he likes to get in brawls. He like he likes that kind of like gritty fight, you know, where um, five years from now it doesn't matter where where his chin is to him, you know, that matters to me. Like uh, I I like to keep my hands up. I I like to stay I like to stay pointed. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be stylistically, it's a really interesting matchup, you know. Uh, I, I'm really excited to rise to the occasion. I'm really pumped about it. Yeah, if you watch his fights, he throws everything into his punches, but it doesn't seem like he really gets too tired or fatigued throughout yeah. the fights. Did you see that, you know, studying him? Yeah. Um, he, he He's very smart. He knows, like, when to explode and when, and when not to. 
Um, throwing like that too does get tiring, whether he's feeling it or not. But also at the same time, punching very hard like that isn't super. Uh, it, it's not something that you can't do for a really long time, right? So like even even if he's halfway through the third round those explosive muscles and putting everything into those shots uh, is, is still going to be there. Um, being fast is, is, I think, more exhausting. And, and, you, and you notice when people are a lot less fast later in the fight than you do people who are hitting a lot less hard later in the fight. So um, it, it's going to be, a, I mean, it's going to be a fight. Like, I'm, I'm going into it understanding that, like, this is, this is a huge step up. Um, this is not someone who you're going to come out unblemished against. Uh, so I'm expecting, I'm expecting like a really gritty, gritty fight, uh, where I'm just going to have to outwork this dude, you know, which, which I feel I can do. His last loss was to TJ Dillashaw in 2016. You guys were teammates during that time. Did mm -hmm. you work with TJ for that fight? Uh, not too much for Lineker. I was more of his, um... His Cruz guy, his Garbrandt guy, a little bit, and then uh, when he was fighting Burrell. Um with Lineker, I don't, I don't even really recall Lineker. Uh, I don't know, that was so long ago. Um, I didn't train too much with TJ for for that Lineker fight. He was training with uh, guys like uh, uh, Shorty, uh, Jose Torres, or Jose Torres. Um, we just call him Shorty, so I don't even know how to say his first name. Uh, but yeah, he was training with much shorter guys. It's it's different fighting shorter guys, you know. Like finding their face is a little bit difficult, uh, and like punching the top of their head doesn't really do too much damage, so you don't want to do that. Um, but I do remember specifically watching that fight and watching TJ like completely kind of destroy Lineker. Um, so I mean, he kind of laid out the blueprint. Me and TJ have a little bit different styles, but I mean, he's kind of like shown how that guy can be beat. The main event of that card is TJ Dillashaw versus Henry Cejudo for the flyweight title. Mm -hmm. What do you feel are the keys to victory for TJ? Because I know most likely you're supporting TJ, right? Yeah, yeah, I like TJ. TJ, I think, is a good dude. Um, against Cejudo, dude, Cejudo is nasty. Uh, he's not a crazy dangerous guy, though, I don't think. You know, like, even... I, I didn't think he won the Demetrius Johnson fight. Uh, I think the only reason he did win is because he got a couple of the trips, but he wasn't able to do any damage. Um, I think TJ just needs to stay away from getting in those trips. I think both people are going to be very hard to hit. Uh, so is going to have to do some, he, he's going to have some issues standing with TJ. I know he, uh, and then controlling the range. I know that was a big thing for him against Demetrius Johnson with, with him pawing out with that lead hand. Um, I don't think he's going to be able to do that against TJ. I think TJ is going to work a lot of angles around this dude. Uh, and I think for Cejudo to win, he needs to he needs to take TJ down 100%. Now I know you're into the outdoors. You you go outside a lot and do you know hiking and stuff like that. Any crazy stories? Hiking stories? <laughs> uh, I got lost one time for like four. So in Colorado, there's uh, I think there's like 58. We call them 14ers. They're they're just mountains that are 14,000 feet high. Um, I've knocked out about maybe 20, 25 of those. Dude, one of them I got lost on for like like three or four hours, which I know isn't that long, but like, oh, dude, it was like the scariest three or four hours uh, probably of my entire life. Like, you don't realize how little humans are until you're in the middle of like a mountain range and you can't find a trail and the sun's going down. I had that story. That was a couple of years ago. Honestly, my favorite one now that I'm doing like a little bit harder hikes, 
um, there's this soft, it's called the sawtooth. It's between uh, two, two of the 14ers. Sawtooth isn't that bad until the very end. There's like maybe like a, like a foot and a half um, a ledge where you have to walk around. And if, if you fall, like you're done, you know, like you're probably not coming out of that one. So right before you enter this part, um, there's probably like 15 feet of like flat ground. And dude, there was, I'm not kidding you, probably at least a dozen piles of like human poop on that 15 foot flat right before you have to do that part of just people like being like, oh, I have to do this. And then like them just like pooping on the trail and then having to go like, all right, I hope you don't fall off and then go go and uh, get past that part. But uh, as far as crazy, nah, dude, I'm a safe guy, man. I don't like messing around with too much of the, the crazy stuff. But yeah, that 15 foot like stretch of human poop was pretty gross. The last one that I went on. Yeah, that movie, I think it's 127 hours. That kind mm-hmm. of, you know, scared me a little bit just watching that thing go down from, you know, hiking too far away from, you know, off a trail or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, when you're out there, like, like you're out there by yourself, you know, the dark, and the dark is very dark. Like, uh, I, I have a Rottweiler, so I feel a little bit better, like, taking him, you know, but... Uh, yeah, dude, like, the it's, it's the, I mean, it's the wilderness, man. Like, we don't realize how, like, vulnerable we are until we're out, like, in the mountains, in the dark, where it's actually dark, dark, you know? With this fight with Lineker, you get the win. It puts you in the top five, most likely. Do you see any of the guys in the top five where you match up really well with? Um, all of those guys are really tough, man. Um... They're not too different, though, I don't really think. Uh, who is it? It's like Moreas, uh, Asun Sao, Cruz, but Cruz just got hurt. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he retired after this. Like, uh, That's a lot of injuries. And I hear he's out for a year. You know, like, What's the point of coming back to him? Um, Cruz and then TJ and uh, I don't know who else is up there. Or uh, Rivera is up there, too, I know. They're all just like short little stocky guys, you know, kind of, kind of the same as Lineker. Um, they're a little bit taller than Lineker. Um, I think that they're much more well-rounded than Lineker is. Um, but stylistically, man, like, I, I, I think that, like, I fight one of them, I, I could pretty much fight all of them. Uh, Garbrandt's a little bit better of a boxer, I think, than all of them. TJ's a much better striker all around than all of them. Um, Maria is also a, is a very good striker. Um, I think I match up great against all of them. You know, I have a lot of X-factors. I'm, I'm very long. Uh, I've been around the sport for a very long time. I've been training with the best some of the best guys since I first started when I was a teenager. Um, so I, I mean, I have a lot of X factors like I, and I'm in a very good place as far as like confidence goes coming from the gym that I come from. Like, uh, I, I feel very confident with all of those guys, you know, I, and, and I'm ready to kind of, uh, test myself against that. That's why I'm here. You know? Yeah. I think the Dominic Cruz matchup, I, I mm. prefer that one for you. You know, you guys are both taller yeah. guys. You guys have a, a different style, but very unique in your own ways. I think it would be an exciting main event somewhere in the future. How do you feel about that oh, matchup? Oh, dude, I would love to fight Cruz. Uh, I think, one, that would be super cool because when I first got into MMA, it was it was watching him and emulating his style. Um, and then, two, that, I, I would really like to see where my mind would go fighting someone that like, I actually look up to. Like That would be very cool for me. Um, 
Oh, dude, I would love that matchup. I, I don't, I just don't see that he's gonna come back, man. Like a year, like you just hurt your shoulder again for like a year, dude. Like I don't, I don't know how old he is, but man, that 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 would that would be a rough one to get over for him. All right, Corey, big opportunity coming up versus John Lineker on January nineteenth, UFC on ESPN plus one. What do you think about these? These names are too long, don't you think? Like ESPN plus one and all. It's a mouthful. Uh, yeah. I don't really get it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't have cable, and like, um, so I don't really know like how many ESPNs there are. Uh, but yeah, ESPN Plus, and then I think that mine is on just the normal ESPN, but then like ESPN, I don't know if ESPN Plus One is like them starting like a new like UFC Fight Night One, UFC Fight Night Two, and then it's going to be ESPN plus two but i don't really know how it's working uh but i don't really care to ask those questions so yeah you're asking the wrong guy <laughs> <laughs> well we'll just call it ufc brooklyn since it's going down yeah. in brooklyn um huge opportunity for you Corey. thank you for your time man and uh good luck to you in the future yeah heck yeah thanks john